Chapter 13, Fever and Friendship By the time Lillian Ranger reached the Presidio, the sun was low in the smoke-clouded sky. Lily pushed her way through the crowd, past soldiers and trees and tents, until she started to see other Chinese people. Ah, uh, back, excuse me, she asked an older man rushing past with a cup of water. Can you tell me where the emergency hospital is? The man pointed down a row of tents that seemed to go on forever. Thank you. Lillian Ranger hurried along until they found a larger tent with carts and horses outside. Two men were carrying another man in through the open flaps. Lillian Ranger ducked in after them. Lily wasn't sure if dogs would be allowed, but everyone was too busy to notice. Doctors and nurses bent over patients on cots. Volunteers rushed by with bandages, medicine, and water. All the patients looked alike, hurt, bandaged, cover up, and scarred, and scared. Lily couldn't tell if Lee was here or not. She started toward one of the rows of cots. Ranger followed Lily, Ranger followed Lily, sniffing at the matted down grass. Things weren't as dusty here, but lots of feet had trampled the earth. He smelled dirt and sweat and blood, and then he caught a quick scent of the May girl who had dropped her doll. Ranger stopped and sniffed the air. There! He nudged Lily down a row of cots. Where are you going? Lily said. Do you smell something? Ranger tracked the scent to the far side of the tent. Lily trailed after him until she spotted Lee on the very last bed. Mary May knelt down beside him. You're here! Lily rushed to May's side and threw her arms around her. You came! May said. Ranger wagged his tail and sniffed at Lee on the cot. The boy was awake. He looked exhausted and his cheeks were flushed, but he gave a weak smile when, when Ranger licked his hand. Thank goodness, May said. I've got the papers, but I couldn't find you when I went back to the laundry. You didn't come, and I was afraid. We did come. You were already gone. The soldiers, May eyes filled, May's eyes filled with tears. It's all right, Lily said. We're here. Did you find your family? May shook her head. I've looked everywhere, but it's like searching for a needle. Someone's dropped in the wide open sea. She looked at Lily's pack and smiled, reaching out for the little cloth doll. You found my doll. Ranger sniffed at the doll again and barked. He found May. He'd done his job. But when he poked his nose deeper into Lily's bundle, the first aid kit still felt cool and quiet. When would he get to go home? Is this your dog? A nurse asked. Her eyes landed on the bamboo cage beside Lee's cot and bird. And bird too? Lily nodded. I'll take them out soon, but please can we stay for a few minutes? The dog cheers my friend's brother. The nurse looked down at Ranger and smiled a little. But when she put a hand on his forehead, her eyes filled with concern. He's got a fever, she said. Has he been treated for infection? I'm, I'm not sure, Lily said. She tried to remember what the doctor had told them back at the pavilion, but the fire and but with the fire and evacuation, it all seemed like a blur. The nurse looked at May. Where are your parents? I don't know, she answered. The nurse knelt down beside Lee and curled her fingers around his, his wrist. She lifted the blanket that covered his legs and pressed her lips together. Then she turned back to May. I don't want to scare you, she said quietly. But you'll need to find your parents. I looked for them everywhere when I got here, but it's so crowded. Everyone's huddled together in tents. I don't know where to start.
May grabbed her fa her father's jacket from the cot and pulled it close. We'll find them, May. We will, Lily said. I found you, didn't I? She looked down at Ranger, who was sniffing at May's little doll. Actually, it wasn't me. It was his dog. It sounds odd, but I think he smells you. She paused for a moment, then took the jacket from May's hand and held it out to Ranger. Ranger sniffed the woolen fabric. That's May's father, Mr. Wong. Smell him? Lily rubbed the sides of the jacket together and put it right up to Ranger's nose. Ranger sniffed again. The jacket smelled of dust and smoke. It held Lee's scent and May's and someone else's. But that person wasn't here in the hospital tent. Ranger looked up at Lily. Stay with your brother. I'll take the dog and go look for him, Lily told May. She didn't want to leave the tent. Not with night falling. Not when she felt so alone and finally found her friend. But May couldn't leave Lee by himself. If the soldier was right, if they were all sent, if they'd all, if they'd sent all the Chinese refugees to Presidio, then Mr. Wan would have to be here too. Lily gazed down at her tiny golden bird in its cage on the floor. You can watch over Lee while we're gone, she looked at the nurse. Is it all right if he stays for, for stays just for a while, please? She nodded. Perhaps his son will brighten up his night. He doesn't sing, May said. Not yet, Lily added, but maybe someday when things are better. Lily knelt and looked into the cage. The little canary hopped over to the side, just inches from her nose. It reminded Lily of the way her goldfish used to come to the glass to say hello. She took May's hand and promised, I'll find your father, I will. Then Lily picked up the jacket and headed back out into the mob. Chapter 14, Night Without Darkness find. Ranger was good at tracking people by scent. When he was practicing to be a search and rescue dog, he found Luke in a confusing training area with lots of other scent trails, but that hadn't been nearly as busy as this crowded park. People hurried everywhere, carrying bundles, pushing carriages, pulling suitcases, wagons, and carts. Ranger sniffed the air as he and Lily walked through the mob. So many smells. He smelled dirt and grass, all trampled and stirred. He smelled horses and birds, fires burning and coffee heating. He smelled lots and lots of people, but so far he hadn't caught the scent of the jacket man. Ranger followed Lily through the buzzing crowd. Army men were handing out canvas tents and showing people how to set them up. The tents went on for rows and rows and all looked alike. None of them smelled like the jacket. Lily's stomach ached with hunger and her legs were shaky, but she walked with Ranger up and down the rows, calling, Mr. Wong, Mr. Wong. Lily tried not to think about Lee's hot face and shallow breaths back at the hospital. The last day of the hazy sunlight had disappeared, but it didn't get dark. Flames from the burning city lit the sky. It was bright enough to make out people's faces, even in the shadows. Where was Mr. Wong? Finally, Ranger paused outside one of the tents. His ears perked up. He held his tail still and sniffed. There! Ranger barked. What is it, dog? Lily stopped beside the tent. She was afraid to hope, but she leaned to look inside. A weak lantern lit the tiny space. A woman rested on a blanket while a man hammered a stake in a corner of the tent. Mr. Wan? Lily crawled. 
He turned and looked puzzled when he saw Lily standing in the tent's open flap. I'm Lily. I'm Lily Jane. May's friend. The words sounded strange but felt true after they'd all after all they'd been through. We've been looking for you. Mr. Wan's face lit with hope. My children are here? They're safe? Lily nodded. But Lee is hurt. He's at the hospital with me. Can I take you? Mr. Wan knelt by his wife and spoke quietly to her in Cantonese. Then he followed Lily and Ranger back through the crowds to the hospital. When they arrived, May ran to her father and hugged him so fiercely she almost knocked him to the ground. The news was better now. Another doctor had come and given Lily had given Lee medicine to keep him from getting sicker. He was popped up in bed, sipping broth. May told her father the story of their day. Then Mr. Wan asked the nurse, my boy be moved safely? We have family in Oakland. We had hoped to get a ferry today, but when we were separated, I'd feared that. He pressed his lips together and shook his head. My family is together now. That's what matters. The nurse nodded. His fever should go down soon, and his leg is splinted. If you can find a cart and a horse to take you to the ferry landing, he should be fine. Very good news, Mr. Wan said. Lily nodded, but somehow the good news was squeezing her heart into a tiny lump. May and Lee would leave the burning city in the morning. They'd take a ferry boat across the sparkling bay to Oakland, where family awaited them. Lily's family was far, far, far over another ocean. Somehow they'd find her way back to Lomo and the other girls, she supposed, but it wasn't home. Mr. Wan took a deep breath and let it out in a long, quiet whistle. He looked at May. The store will be gone when we return, he said. Chinatown will burn to the ground by morning. All our things. He shook his head. Then he looked up suddenly. The papers. You brought them, yes? Oh, Father, here. May reached in her bundle of clothes and pulled out the thick envelope she'd brought from the store. I, le- I thought I'd left them behind, but Lily and I ran back to save them. Mr. Wan stared at the papers. What a good, brave daughter I have, he said. Then he looked at Lily. Thank you for helping her, for saving my family's future and my son. Lily nodded, but her eyes started to fill with tears, and she had to turn away. May reached out and squeezed her hand. Father, she said, Lily should come with us. When she stopped to help me, she had lost her group in from the mission house where she lives. They're not her real family, though, and she has no way to find them now. If she comes... comes with us, she can help me care for little brother while you and mother make plans. And then, May looked at Lily, perhaps she could join our family and work with me at the store after school once we rebuild. We'll need more hands with little, while little brother heals. The words swarmed in Lily's head. Come to Oakland? Join our family? Store? School? It was too much to hope for. Lily shook her head. You wouldn't want... But Mr. Wan interrupted her. You've helped my children. You must let us help you as well. Would you like to stay with us? Lily swallowed hard. The huge lump of hope in her throat wouldn't let her speak, but she nodded. May flung her arms around her. Ranger leaned into the girls. 
and they wrapped him in their hug. Oh, Lily, May said. Mother always says that some good comes out of terrible things, and now we're going to be sisters. A siren wailed outside. Someone shouted in the tent, and the doctors went running. What is it? Mr. Wan asked a nurse racing by. The wind's changed directions, she called over her shoulder. The fire's spreading this way. Lily swallowed hard. She held tight to May's hand and tried to think about morning. Mr. Wan would hire a horse and a, cor a cart. They'd travel through the ruined city, board a ferry, and sail away to Oakland. The fires would go out. They'd rebuild Chinatown. Lily and May would go to school together and work side by side in the new store. But first, they had to survive the night.